The Healing Word program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org. Prayer plus petition plus thanksgiving, you'll have peace. And if you have peace, you have just about everything that you need in life. You're going to make it. God's going to carry you through with that peace. In the book of Philippians chapter 4, starting with verse 4, we read about a peace that only God can provide that transcends our understanding and ability to create it ourselves. Listen as Pastor Jack Morris walks us through today's passage and provides key insights on obtaining peace for a troubled heart. Peace for troubled hearts. And if you have a troubled heart today, then listen carefully because God has a word for you. If you don't have a troubled heart today, I don't want to be pessimistic. Chances are it won't be long until there will be something that comes along that will trouble you. You had troubled hearts in the past, but God is constantly abiding. And he's going to see us through. He's our Savior. He cares for us. He loves us. And he's here to help us and bless us. Now, last week, I talked about the cure for anxiety from the Word of God. Thank, I'm so thankful that we have the Word of God. And I want you to listen to it. And I know you're going to. You're here today because you want to worship and praise and be fed with the spiritual truth. I talked about Jesus going away into a private place and praying in private. And that was almost unheard of, not completely unheard of. But in the Old Testament, there were group prayers where the people would go into a synagogue, a king or a prophet would stand and lead the congregation in prayer. And we need that. We certainly do to remind us that we're part of the family of God, to remind us of that, among many other things. But we also need that private prayer. And Jesus might be thought of as the one who created private prayer. The disciples saw him praying, saw him come away from the place of prayer, aglow with the presence of the Almighty upon him. And they asked, teach us to pray. Now, I want you to notice something. What did they ask to be taught? We all need to be taught something. We, we all haven't learned everything in this world. Notice, they didn't ask, Lord, teach us how to heal the sick. Teach us how to prophesy. Teach us how to speak in tongues. They didn't ask anything like that. They knew God would take care of that. What they needed was to know how to pray a prayer of faith in the secret closet and to come away with the glory of God in their soul. Lord, teach us to pray. Now, these men were all Jews, 12 of them. They knew about the Old Testament prayers, and they had prayed those prayers in the synagogue. But this was a different kind of prayer, and they wanted Jesus to teach them how to do it. And Jesus did. And the very first thing he said, remember, you're a child of God. Remember that in your knees in the secret closet. Our Father who art in heaven. Our Father, 
Abba, meaning beloved father or father, father. No one has ever been able to get to the real understanding of Abba, but that comes pretty close to it. But you really can't pray until you know who you are in Christ. So don't go on and start asking for this, that, and the other. Come before him with celebration and praise and remember who you are, a child of God, and you have a heavenly father. And then the next thing he said, well, let me just read it to you here in Philippians chapter 4. He said, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer. That's the establishment of a relationship and a renewal of a relationship and a reminder of a relationship that you're a child of God and your name is written in the book of life in heaven and you're going to rejoice over it. Remember when the disciples returned after Jesus sent them out, all demons are subject to us. And when the sick are being healed, Jesus said, don't rejoice over that. Rejoice because your name is written in the book of life. And that's what we're going to celebrate. And he says, and then he goes on, he says, and now petition by prayer and petition. In the Lord's Prayer, remember, he does talk about our daily bread, temptation, forgiveness, day-by-day trials that come along. That's petition. And then he says, with thanksgiving. Don't forget to thank God that he answered those petitions that you've prayed. We get in a hurry. We present it all to the Lord and we jump to our feet and we're off and going. But he said, Maybe if you would thank ahead of time as an act of faith that those petitions are going to be answered, you just might get them answered. Indeed, you will get them answered. So, peace for a troubled heart. Would you put on the screen, there it is, prayer plus petition plus thanksgiving, you'll have peace. And if you have peace, you have just about everything that you need in life. You're going to make it. God's going to carry you through with that peace. We're so thankful that we have the word of God. So, isn't that very plain? Is that, is that going to take a theologian to Greek it or Hebrew it? <laughs> Any child can pray the Lord's Prayer. Not only the Lord's Prayer, but go before God in prayer Recognizing God as the creator, as the father, and the intimacy with God. Intimacy, before you do anything else, intimacy. And now you can go on and begin to make your request. And it's proper to make request, but then to give thanks. And if you just do it, one, two, three, bang, peace will come to your heart. The peace that transcends all understanding. This is what God will do. There was a psychiatrist in the city of New York, a wonderful Christian man. I never met him, but uh, I was with his pastor a few times. Um, The scripture says in Psalm 119, verse 165, great peace have they which love thy law. Great peace are they which love the word of God, and nothing shall offend them. People are getting upset and offended too quickly, too easily over the simplest of things. 
Love the word of God, and nothing's going to offend you. You're going to make it. If you're offended, you have to check your heart to see, when's the last time I've been in the word of God? But let me tell you about this psychiatrist in New York, Dr. Blankton. Somebody asked the psychiatrist, do you read the Bible? And he said, yes, I read the Bible, but I not only read it, I study it. A psychiatrist has time to study the Bible? But he said he did. I not only read it, but I study it. And this is what he said. I'm going to read. I'm going to quote him exactly. He said, if people, that's a big if, if people would just absorb its message, a lot of us psychiatrists could close our office and go fishing. There's healing in the word. He sent his word and healed them. Remember, that's the title of the radio broadcast now. He said, a lot of us psychiatrists could close our offices and go fishing. This is, and then he concluded this. He said, how foolish it is not to make use of the distilled wisdom of 3,000 years. Here it is. All the wisdom we'll ever need And we just pass it by. God help us, I pray. The peace of God, verse 7. It's a permanent peace. It's a lasting peace. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be bumps in the road and things going to happen that's going to maybe upset you temporarily. But underneath, you know it is well with my soul that you have a relationship with God. And you praise and give him thanks. Now that peace can't be produced. It can only be discovered. Listen to me again. That peace cannot be produced. Man cannot contrive it. It's like with the big gold rush in California. You got to go where the gold is. We've never made gold with all of our scientific information. But we can go someplace and discover it. We can't make peace that passeth all understanding, but we can go someplace, and that someplace is the throne of God, and discover that peace from him who is the prince of peace, or the king of Salem, the Lord Jesus Christ. That peace will transcend and reach out and go beyond human thought. It transcends. It's higher. It just jumps way up there. It can't be explained. It just goes way, way beyond. It came from the world that Jesus lives in. This piece I'm talking about today, this piece that we're reading in the Bible, it comes in from another world. It's not here on terra firma. You can't find it anywhere. You have to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. And when you look up, that redemption becomes very real and very precious to your soul. And God wants you to have it. That's why he gave me this message, to tell you that he wants you to have it and to help you to get it. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, you can now access audio versions of The Healing Word anytime by going to oneplace.com and searching for The Healing Word. Video versions of the messages are available at lightsource.com. So why not go there today and receive your blessing? Again, that's oneplace.com and lightsource.com and search for The Healing Word. 
Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. I, I heard a song. I've sung it for years. You may have also. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Uh, this song was written by John W. Peterson and uh, years ago. He was at a campground in Montrose, uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, there was an old man, Jim, that was his name, that's all we know, his, his first name, Jim, and he had gone through an awful lot in life, a lot of years, and Jim was giving his testimony that afternoon, and Peterson, Mr. Peterson, was there and heard it, and it de- he developed it into a song. It's, heaven came down, and glory filled my soul. When at the cross, the Savior made me whole. My sins were washed away, and my night was turned to day. Heaven came down, and glory filled my soul. Old Jim, they called him. Don't anybody go to an instrument, but it goes something like this. Heaven came down, and glory filled my soul. When at the cross, the Savior made me whole. My sins were washed away, and my night was turned to day. Heaven came down, and glory filled my soul. That was old Jim. This was old Jack. (laughs) Do you know the blessing? The blessing is Jesus, and he comes to minister. Now that peace is a garrison peace. God will cover your heart, fill your heart with it, put a sentinel around it. (laughs) Verse 7 says, we'll guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, our mind is the devil's playground. He's going to remind you of every wrong thing you've ever done. And we've all done wrong things. We've all sinned. Uh, He's going to cause that to develop and we'll, our mind, the way it works, we begin to add to it. And we will see something or be part of something and we will participate in it. And, and it will develop within us and it, it will destroy that peace that we have within us. Or, or we'll hear something, somebody will write something, email something, telephone something, and woof, your peace is going to go. Your mind is, the, is the, the avenue to the heart. And when that happens, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith and call on the Lord because you're human and you're going to take that. We all love, seem to, and I've said it before, we all seem to love bad news. Bad news sells. Bad news makes the, the, the people who own stock in that TV network or, or Washington Post or whatever, they make a lot of money off of bad news. I mean, and we are people. We're still in the flesh. And we went, oh, did that go on at church? Did he say that? Did she behave in that way? And, and we sort of reach out, out for it. And when you find yourself doing that, stop right then. You're going to do that. You're going to find that happen. Nothing is bad yet. Call on the Lord. He'll wash that out. 
and and it'll, it'll take it away. But only Jesus who puts... A, a garrison around your heart to keep that out, to keep you from becoming sad, sorrowful, grieving. Uh, God wants you to be a happy people in, in a world of sorrow, in a world that has been cursed. I have gone through this for nearly three years now with my own wife. Couldn't bring her to church today. She couldn't respond. She'd open her eyes and look at me, and I'd say, Corinne, nothing. Just look at me, not responding. My heart has been troubled, but I have called on God, and God alone has kept me uh, from just becoming unraveled. Just unraveled. But I love her. I prayed for her. I prayed for her this morning. I told her I loved her, and she just looked at me. One time she nodded her head, went like that. I knew that she's hearing me. She can't speak. Friend, I don't know what you're going to go through. I had no idea this was going to happen to us. But there is a peace that transcends all understanding. I know it's well with her soul. I know it's well with my soul. I know God is on the throne and Jesus is in my heart. Friend, this is life. But there is new life in him. And that new life comes to you today to bless you, to help you, to minister to you. He's here. Jesus whispers, I will never leave you. Did you hear that whisper? I will never leave you. How many times we just zip over that. I will never leave you. God is with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Well, come on, let's begin to live and act like that. And that peace that transcends all understanding will keep us. We will be kept by the Lord. Notice it said, pray. Do not be anxious about anything. Anything. Do you know what the word anything means? It means anything. Anything. It means pray about anything. Pray about anything that's troubling you now in your home, in your office, your job, or your church. Pray about it. Talk to the Lord about it. I almost lost my place. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There's a protection. That protection is peace. It comes from Jesus. In Psalm 23, that's that, that beautiful, beautiful psalm. 23. He said, I will prepare a table before you. Where is he going to prepare? Where is he going to prepare that table? In the presence of my enemies. Friends, you're going to have enemies. Satan is the father of all enemies. In the presence of my enemies, in the presence of the dark shadows, there's a table of bountiful love that's been prepared. By him. You don't have to prepare your own. Just look to him. And he'll come and bless a bountiful, bountiful love, bountiful care, bountiful protection. Friend, you've got everything you need when you have Jesus. Listen, listen to what the scripture says. Let me go back over here to Isaiah. Let me find it. 
Listen. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government shall be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty Father. Listen to this. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. He will be called. And if you have the Prince of Peace that I believe you do, you'll be able to live in victory. You'll be able to withstand every Satan's onslaught. Jesus, he's with us, friends, to bless us, to help us. And it goes on and says, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. That's what the book says. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yes, yes. This is God's blessing to us. I have to close, but I think of that beautiful word that the Hebrews used back in Jesus' day. The word shalom. Oh, I want some shalom in my heart. (laughs) I want some shalom garrisoning around my heart. I want to hear Jesus say, whisper, I will never leave you. Shalom, a sense of well-being. Oh, there can be trouble, but down deep underneath, friend, I know what I'm talking about. Underneath all that is going on. Yes, I'm I get tired. I get wore out. Caretaking isn't an easy job when it goes on 24-7 for three years. And you see it diminish. You see sorrow and heartbreak. But there is a sense of well-being, a sense of wholeness, a sense of fulfillment. I know in whom I have believed. I know this life is not all there is. I know that if I continue to live, I'm going to face other difficulties and problems. That's life. That's this world. But I'm a citizenship, and so are you. Our citizenship is in heaven. We are called of God. We are heavenly beings because of his mercy and his grace. Job said, Acquaint now thyself with God and be at peace. Some of us have to get reacquainted with God. We haven't prayed in that private place that Jesus prayed in, that he taught the disciples to pray in. Are you a disciple? Go to that secret closet and pray in private. There are things you can say in private that you couldn't say in a group prayer. Talk to the Lord. And in Ephesians 2.14, Christ is our peace. Christ is here today. And we're going to bow before him. I want you to think of where your problem is, where your trouble is, who or what is stealing your peace. Think about it. And now turn your thoughts toward Jesus, the Prince of Peace. The peace of God is power within our soul that guards our hearts and mind against any outside power that seeks to destroy God's peace within us. Turn to the Lord today and seek the rest that only He can provide. Do you need Pastor Morris to pray with you about a struggle or decision you're wrestling with? The Pray Now app is available to you right now. 
Go to thehealingword.com, click Pray Now, and select the topic that matches your request. Pastor Morris will provide encouragement, pray with you, and deliver a brief message on overcoming and living in victory. Again, pray now at thehealingword.com. If today's message has blessed you and strengthened your faith in God, would you consider partnering with Pastor Morris and supporting the Healing Word ministry with your prayers and donating to keep the gospel of Jesus Christ reaching thousands? Go to thehealingword.com and click the donate button to pledge your support. And remember, the faith-building message you heard today is our gift to you. Your donation is your gift to God. Join us tomorrow for another Healing Word message. Until then, blessings on you.